a comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for death and, and friends. To make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Seven? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> Hello. We good? We're good. We're excellent. <laughs> Happy Monday, by the way. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your Cyber Monday? How was Man, look, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday on earth. It was amazing. So, yeah, I had a good time, man. I cook every year because my wife can't cook. You know, <laughs> She can't, man. I mean, she can warm up plates pretty good, but that's about what? it. <laughs> she can warm up she warm up plates real nice when the food is done, but other than that, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh man, what'd you end up cooking? Big old turkey. Um, you know what? I ain't got. I like my turkey fried. I ain't even gonna lie. It, if I bake it, it'll be dry. So I just did like a rotisserie chicken dressing, greens, sweet potatoes, macaroni and cheese. Uh, I think that's it. What else we have? Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. It was nice though. Dude, that sounds delicious. I remember two Thanksgivings ago, my dad tried to flash fry a turkey. And there's a picture of him holding it up, and it's just charred all the way through. <laughs> he just burned the shit out of it. So, Trying to deep fry it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to be a pro to do that. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. I, I he was not a pro, but we ended up, my wife and I, we ended up doing Thanksgiving alone this year, but we still cooked for 10 people. So we had, oh, that was cool. yeah, yeah. We had turkey sandwiches for, shit, I don't know, a week. <laughs> so the trip to fan is finally, one. yeah, the trip to fans finally making its way out of my bloodstream. So I'm All right. Right. So you I'm ain't, good. you don't have any kids. I know I'm questioning you. Like I'm interviewing you. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. No, I don't have any kids. No kids yet. Um, We're practicing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Practice makes perfect, baby. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. Don't be too perfect. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. We we'll see. I um, we're. I mean, we're getting up there in age. We're thirty-two. So it's time to start cranking them out. Get the factory in production. Yeah, yeah. You still young. You got time. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for joining T Dot. I wanted to I know Thanksgiving went well. Also wanted to talk a little bit about you. This is a comedy advice podcast, by the way. So oh, we're gonna talk a little okay. bit about you and then we're gonna give some advice. Are you a good advice giver? Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. I you know what? Let me change room because my wife is uh she busy up in here. So okay, go. sounds good. Let me change. If she's good at giving advice too, we could have her on. That's fine. She thinks she's good at giving me advice. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> it's a little dark. Hold on one second. Let me get in here. My office one. All right, we good to go. Nice, nice. All right. All right, let's do it, baby. All right, sweet. You know what? I'm gonna we were just cold rolling in, but I'm gonna give it the hot official intro. If you're down with that. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a comedy advice podcast. I'm (laughs) Stefan Satani, and I'm your host. Joining me today, he's an actor that's appeared in several films and starred in the movie Roleplay. He's a comedian that has shared the stage with Ari Spears, Mike Epps, Cheryl Underwood, and more. And if you want to get a hold of him, you're going to have to talk with his manager, Kurt Sharkey. Everybody, (laughs) please welcome T.Dot Kingsbury. (laughs) Kurt Sharkey, that's my manager, man. What's going on, brother? Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you for joining, T-Dot. I know we are in crazy times. We're actually doing this via Zoom. But I had to have you on the pod because I got to see you on Comics Unleashed at House of Comedy where I think you closed out the show. You were mm-hmm. hilarious. And you you were, you were even had a bum knee. So you, didn't, you weren't even doing <laughs> full stand-up comedy. You were sitting down telling your jokes yeah yeah how's the knee first off um it's actually the achilles tendon and um it's getting better i can walk now um it's just crazy these soft tissue injuries you get them when you get over 40 by doing absolutely nothing like all i did was like try to go over there like i guess too fast i mean literally like somebody was like come here and i tried to go over there and Ripped my whole bottom of my leg out. I asked the doctor, like, what the? 
All I did was try to go over there. He said, you can't go over there all fast. You're over 40. I said, okay. <laughs> so yeah, you got to watch how you move, man. I went to sleep last week and I couldn't move my neck for two, just from sleeping. So, you know, when you get older, you got to watch your body, man. So yeah, it was an Achilles, man. I'm, I'm coming back though. Oh, nice. Nice. You know, it's funny. I'm 32. I'm not even 40 yet, but sleeping, if I sleep incorrectly, my back will start hurting. And my wife and I even, we invested it in the memory foam mattress, but I think it had a bad memory. So it's like, oh, I remember (laughs) the worst way that you should sleep. And I'm just sticking to that. So every time I wake up and I've got like a (laughs) crick in my neck and it's it's so hard to... I was going to get one of those, so I'm glad you told me. I might have to not look and just get some more pillows or something. I don't know. Yeah, don't do it. I it, It's my recommendation not to do it. My wife yeah. says it's good for her. You know, I've been thinking about those sleep number mattresses, right? Because don't they they do different firmness for you yes. and your partner? So. Yes, yes. And you need that firm bed when you got a drunk, when you're not hangover, but when you're that spinning drunk. You can't lay on the soft bed. It feel like you're floating in the air. I got to <laughs> lay on the floor if I'm drunk like that. So that'll be good for the spinning drunk mode, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, 100%. And also, I feel like that's a safety hazard if you just sink in. If you end yeah. up throwing up all over yourself, that's yeah, you gonna throw up <laughs> Everywhere. Uh-huh. I need a floor, heart bathroom floor that's what i prefer when i'm drunk hard bathroom cold floor oh yeah there's nothing (laughs) nothing more comforting than just the cold (laughs) tile of a floor oh yeah wake up but anyway i also i know you mentioned you were over 40 you've been doing stand-up for 11 years i wanted to ask how did you get into stand-up what was the how did you catch the bug Wow, it's a wow, it's a crazy story. Actually, I started in what is oh eight, so twelve years, twelve years. Oh, um, congrats! Right, I know, right? An extra year to feel bad about myself. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> so uh, no, um, I started back in oh eight. Um, I had just, well, I, I got home from the army in like oh four, and my my wife's uh, mother was dating a guy who did comedy. Nice. And um, he used to always come by the house telling jokes. I, he was kind of corny to me. I didn't think he was funny. <laughs> and my mother-in-law used to always say, my son is very funny. You need to get some jokes from him. And so one day I went to one of his shows. I decided to go with them. And it was like an epiphany. I saw these, you know, I always had all this stuff. And I'm like an introvert. I don't. I never say much, you know, but I have a lot of stuff in the inside of me. But when I saw them doing this on stage, it was, I felt like that's me. I need to be able to get stuff off my chest this way. And they was yeah. talking about jagging off and stuff. I'm like, you can say that? You know, I didn't know what you could say. You know? <laughs> I jack off a lot, you know? So, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just like, I was with it. So after that, I had an epiphany. I, I carried a notebook around with me, like Linus carried a blanket from um, Charlie. Oh, was yeah. It, uh, Charlie Brown? Yeah, I had a, a notebook like Linus with a blanket, man. And I was just right from that day on. And, and it was just on from there, man. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, that's amazing. And and I was going <laughs> to say, too, so you were in the Army for four years before that. I was going to, yes. I mean, if you wouldn't mind sharing, how was that? And how did oh, that? Man, let me tell you. Okay, I went for the college money. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Smart. I joined the Army August 20th. 2001 okay you know that was a couple weeks before 9 11 right so oh shit. yes i'm in reception um i haven't even transitioned in the army i'm still processing in and this one kid i'll never forget his name was nottingham that was his last name he ran upstairs yelling we're going to fucking war yeah yeah you know he was like a gung-ho gi joe type motherfucker and um i'm like what the hell he talking about and uh, this one black dude was behind him named Jamal. I remember, y'all, this is how clearly I remember. This was my 9-11 memory. And he was shaking his head like, man, some fools then ran into the the nine, uh, the uh, the towers, man. And, uh, and you know, we go, I was like, what? I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I never saw that footage until yeah. I got out of the service, actually, in like, Damn. like, 0405. I never saw the footage of the planes hitting the, the, the actual tower. So, yeah, they told us that, and um, and shit, 
11 months later, I'm in Iraq. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Iraq, man. Never been, uh, you know, I, I grew up in the hood and all that, but I wasn't never no gun toter. I was more like a, I shot dice and smoked weed and shit like that, but I didn't never do yeah. the real bad stuff, like, you know, have guns and shit. So this was my first time around. You know, I just got thrown into a war situation. So, oh, yeah, it was a crazy experience, man. Crazy. But I don't take it back for nothing. Nice. It, that 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 story also reminds me of I think it was like Meet the Fockers where the, everything's going fine. They get the motor home and they're like, "Do you want any insurance?" And they're like, "Nah, that's fine." And then they go and then a brick just falls on their windshield and they're like, "Oh shit. We just <laughs> drove yep, this yep. house." Yes sir. Yes sir, man. Yeah, wild oh, time, man. Man. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got you got into comedy, and what was it like the first time? Was it all uproarious laughter, or was it the common not too many laughs or bombs? I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this. Okay, so this is this is crazy. Okay, so uh, first show, I was telling everybody I'm a comedian now. I, I do comedy, and you know nobody take you seriously. They don't believe you. And my cousin, he was a rapper. And he had like some kind of rap show going on. And I asked him, can I perform there? So this was my first gig. Um, I actually ended up going to jail that night. Um, I got so drunk because I was so nervous. I was trying to like drink the nerves down. I get up there, man. And uh, I'm slurring. I don't if I wish I somebody recorded, I probably looked like a damn fool. But it was a couple of girls laughing at me, right? So I'm just doing right. a show with them. You yeah. know how it is, you know? Oh, yeah. And um, and so uh, the DJ, he just cut the music on on me. Um, like, man, I, he said something on his mic, like, wah, 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 get those stupid ass, you know, and just turn the music <laughs> on. And, man, like, I put a... I know I was drunk, but I put a lot of effort in that material that I was putting out and it really hurt my feelings. So I tried to, I just went off. I tried to fight the dude and shit. And um, yeah, I got jumped by the whole security staff at the club. And then oh. I went to jail and I'm in jail, right? I'm in the county jail in the cell with a dude telling him the jokes. Like, this is what I said first. And then I said this. And, then, and he said back like, man, you funny, man. You ain't supposed to be in here. You supposed to be out there, Kenny. So I got my laughs for the night. It was just in the cell with some dude. I don't know who he put his Good thing to say, I don't remember him, but uh, yeah, he listened. He listened to my whole set. No bull. <laughs> oh, dear. Good things come to those who wait. So you got the last. That's, right, that's right. Oh my God. Well, flash forward twelve years or eleven right. years, however long it was when I first saw you two months ago, three months ago. I can't even remember. You were absolutely hilarious, and the material that you went after too was things. You went into areas that maybe not everyone would tread into. And one of my mm-hmm. favorite bits of yeah. probably that month out of all the yeah. comedy that I'd heard <laughs> was the bit that you were talking about your friend that he he passed away and they had a funeral <laughs> and people were talking good about him. And I don't want to ruin it, but you're like, why are we talking good about him? And he was like... He didn't do a single ounce of good. I don't know why we're sick. And then the Photoshop picture of him. It's just, I was bawling laughing. It was so funny. It's true, man. Like, like I told you, I'm an introvert. I look at a lot of stuff yeah. and just took it in my whole childhood. And now when I see this stuff, I just say it now. Like, I actually was at a funeral of a guy who wasn't shit. And they got soft music playing and everybody got on white. I'm like, hold on. I think this dude probably going to hell, okay? So what the hell? So what? Just because you die, all your 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 sins are clear? No, you are asshole alive, you're an asshole dead, in my opinion. So that's what made me come up with the joke. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's amazing. And you know what? We're probably, let's give it 50 years, 100 years. That might be another Black Mirror episode where it's like, we take, we can see everything everyone's doing. So they're probably going to have some tally up here, here on Earth. And they're like, this guy was a dick. Let's just talk shit about him the whole time. I mean, he deserves it. If you get a certain score below 500 or something. Right, right. Something. 
I my whole I hope just God don't make me watch my whole life over. I think that's your punishment when you die. You gotta watch everything you ever oh. did until you die. Oh, that'll be crazy. I know I done did some dumb shit. So I think that'll be the worst punishment. <laughs> Dude, same, same. And I hate, I hate how my memory works. I'm sleep I'm about to go to bed and then my mind's like, do you remember that thing that you did that was awkward in eighth grade in third grade? Right, I was right. like, fuck, let me re- re- replay that in my mind 10 times and not go to sleep. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so you like me. You kind of wacky like me then. Okay. <laughs> That's the same shit I do, man. I need to stop it, though. Oh, my God. I, well, once I find out the secret, I'll tell you how, because I'm still thinking about shit that's going on in, Please. in third grade. But Can I, I smoke? I, Oh, hell yeah, you can. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. I wish, I mean, I I wish we could reach through screens at this point. Oh, no, man, damn. (laughs) Oh, man. But I I also wanted to ask, I mean, it's your humor. It's got a little shock, but it's also very well thought out. And I can tell as you're telling me, I'm more of an introverted person. And I had heard Mm -hmm. on another podcast, too, that you were never, maybe you were more reserved and you weren't as gregarious. So people didn't peg you for the funny guy right? Uh, when you were growing up. I want to just emphasize that and how cool that is and, and inspiring that is for other comedians or aspiring comedians. It's like that usually, and I get sick of hearing it because I don't think I was ever labeled as the funny guy either. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still interested so much in comedy and being funny, but I'm mm-hmm. like, well, nobody ever said you're going to be a comedian or anything. So mm-hmm. uh, my dreams got deflated, but hearing stories mm-hmm. like yours where, mm-hmm. and then seeing you on stage where you're mm-hmm. definitely a funny guy and oh. being, and being able to have that kind of introverted perspective or, or style characteristic and then right. still bringing the funny on the stage is something that's really cool to me. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, that's not kind of my secret weapon. I like to say it, uh, element of surprise. I'm not, I, I always tell my mom and everybody, I'm not, I'm not like a Kevin Hart guy. You would never know I do comedy. I don't even mention it to people, you know? Um, I, I, and maybe, maybe that's probably a reason was, was hindering me in a sense, because maybe yeah. I should be more, more, I don't know, into it or into myself. I don't know. I just feel like when it's time to get on stage, that's when you do the job. And that's that's when everything counts. All of this trying to be funny, like like Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart, but it seemed like uh, his 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 switch is always on. You know, I'm not like that. I don't like people and shit. You know, and I like to be alone. And I'm you know I, I'm I still got all of them qualities about myself. And um and it's crazy that I'm I'm real shy. And uh, I don't like a lot of attention, so I kind of picked the wrong job to do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's that you know i'm that's just not me and um other comics i i feel like you should work on the the craft is everything watch other comics watch styles you don't have to it's all about getting on stage everybody try to be funny all the time and and he he ha ha i mean i'm i'm me if you don't like me you don't like me i mean i love everybody i got to I say my comedy uh, and myself is an alter ego. So, you know, I, I call it my secret weapon because nobody expects me to be funny or anything. And, and when they when they see me perform, I'm not trying to glow. People be surprised. Like, wow, you know, you, yeah. you're pretty good at it. But I've been studying. I, I do the studying, man. And yeah, I guess it paid off. Hell yes. I think that's great. And it just, it's, oh, I, I, having people that try and be something they're not aka Mm -hmm. if you say i'm a comedian therefore telling yourself i have to be funny all the time Mm -hmm. that can be put as that can be off-putting for some people and stressful for you i mean geez trying to be funny 24 7 it'll it'll give you a headache you'll have a comedy overdose and then they become an expectation you know people expect you to be funny and, you know, uh, I mentioned Kevin Hart because, you know, we get comics who be on top and he was the one on top. So anytime someone saw him, they probably had that expectation of him. And then you get that as a, you know, just as a comic period, people just play with you and, uh, you know, always, you know, and it's not always like that. And, um, 
you know, uh, I just try to, maybe I try to make that clear a little too much. You know, I try to make that clear that I'm a person too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe I should just be a comedian more. So I, I'm, I'm still learning 10 years in. I, uh, what am I, 12 years in? I'm still learning. <laughs> damn, damn. I think that's cool though. And then I'm sure you're avoiding the question that people usually ask when they say you're a comic. Can you tell me a joke? Tell me a joke right say now. The same and thing. Every time somebody say, tell me a joke, my next uh, words is why did the chicken cross the road? Okay. <laughs> that's my next phrase. Every time. Shoot. If you want to hear more, come to a show. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. And I also wanted to ask, cause I know, You've also acted. I was yeah, watching um, I was watching the movie Role Play where okay. you ended up, you were with your <laughs> wife that, well, in the movie, and you ended up yeah. switching bodies, which yeah, yeah. I think is a pretty tough way to, or it's like a difficult acting experience or scenario. Yeah. Uh, before I go into that, I just want to say shout out to all the comics from my city who was in that movie with me. Uh, my girl, Kelly Kells, who living in Atlanta now. Uh, she's hilarious. Look out for her. My guy, the jester. He's hilarious. Um, the director, Ruben Whitmore, the cameraman, J-Roll. Just a great people. It was a, a great, great set. Miss Cutting Up. Man, just a bunch of great comics, man. That's still grinding. So that was a great experience. But um, as far as the acting in that, uh, the director told me, he said, T-Dot, you helped make this movie. And I, I credit that to my um, theater experience. I'm actually a theater major, you know? When I got nice. out of the military, I went to uh, college for uh, mm -hmm. theater and, uh, and got my degree. And I didn't, you know, um, I thought I was going to be doing like Tyler Perry plays and shit. I didn't know what the yeah. hell I was going to be doing. Oh, Shakespeare. You know, I really got broke down there as an actor. Wasn't even, didn't even know what I was getting myself into. But uh, yeah, man, I did a lot of classical theater, contemporary. Damn. Um, read a lot of plays. So, um, you know, when I got to the film, it was it was a little easier because with, with plays, it's live. You know, with, with film, you cut, re rehearse, do it again, cut. With a play, you got to get it. You rehearse a lot, but once the lights is on, you got to get it right. So yeah. I had that experience helping me, man. So um, the, to just to play that part of a, another woman, I, I guess it was pretty simple. You know, I just, you know, looked at women characteristics, used them acting skills, and bam, you know, rest yeah. was history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you did awesome. You did really good. Appreciate yeah. it, my brother. I was going to ask, because you're still, I know that COVID has probably put a pause on filming, but are yeah. you still still doing movies or or still want to once the vaccine? Yeah, um, um, that's pretty much what I want to get into moving forward. Um, I have a, a cousin, um, he got a, a production company called Union Visuals. And we used to do, we did like some uh, skit, a uh, couple of skits in the past. And um, he used to be like an executive producer with me on the comedy shows I used to do back in Milwaukee. That's where I'm from. Um, nice. I did a lot of shows there. And so now he's living in Vegas. He got his production company together. I'm where I'm at with the, uh, you know, entertainment, acting, comedy. So we finna bring it together. I've been doing uh, some writing. Uh, I need to do more, um, get into it. But I got some stuff, some um, content. And I'm going to do a little more writing. And I want to uh, just move forward with the visuals now. Because um, huh. people, people, that's what people want anyway. People want visuals. I mean, I'm a stand-up go always be there. That's my baby. But I, I, I noticed this new wave of entertainers coming out, you know, and um, and they don't, they can't do stand-up. They call themselves comedians, but they can't really do stand-up on the stage. But they can get in front of that camera and get a million viewers, Okay. And that's where we're at now. Um, the entertainment has changed and people get mad at these uh, entertainers, but I try to roll with the time. So what I need to do is look at what everybody's looking at, visuals. People like to see videos and stuff that's interesting. So I'm about to put my uh, skills, you know, everything I learned in school, get get with my cousin with this production company and we want to start putting more, uh, you know, I don't like doing skits. Probably I got some films and, um, and maybe some sketch comedy that I'm trying to do in the future. But yeah, definitely I'm trying to get into the visuals. I think that's so smart because 
you can like you said there are people that say get mad at that and think oh this isn't the new way or or this yeah. isn't the way to do things but yeah. i think if you're able to embrace change which it seems like has been happening and happening at an accelerated pace especially yeah. in the past i don't know 50 years but if you jump on that train you're going to be able to ride that wave and be able to definitely the reap the rewards so definitely mm-hmm. And I think, you know what, if things ch- end up changing, your ability to be able to, to adapt to whatever that new thing was, you'll still be able to use that adaptation characteristic for whatever you end exactly. up doing. See, it's it's, so. it's, a, it's an art, man. It's all about skullduggery. Entertainment is about getting people attention, you know, and and everybody's on social media now. So that's just what's popping out, these quick little skits and you, people get famous. I'm not mad at none of the artists at all. Actually... A friend of mine from my city, um, he came up doing my show that I used to do. I used to do a show called Midwest Comedy Night, and a lot of the comics from Milwaukee, where I'm from, they got started on that stage. And um, it was it's a guy named Myron Jewel, and he called himself Cheating Ass Myron on Instagram. That's his and man. He got a bunch of videos of him cheat. It's just little videos, cell phone videos of him cheating on his girl or him getting caught cheating. And he got, man, probably almost a million followers now, you know? Um, he rode that wave. You know, that that's just not what I, uh, you know, chose, the, the path I chose to go. But he went that way, and he's doing well, man. So shout out to anybody, man, who can get everybody's attention. Like I said, it's all about the score of Doug. You're getting people attention and then delivering at the same time. Yeah. Giving them what they want, man. Exactly. Let me I close th- this door real quick. One second. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Sorry. My fault. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Was that the ice cream truck? It sounded almost That's like... my son. Yeah, he out there trying to get do shit. He playing playing games. I don't know. He's got some kind of Christmas toy going. It's probably open one of them presents. He go get his ass with. <laughs> he been trying to open presents for like the like, can I open my presents now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Remind me of me. I used to tear little holes in the paper. Oh man, I try and shake it up first, see if I could tell from just shaking the box, and then I just do a little. I try and untape it, and then I try and unfold it to see if I could just take off the top and then put it back. (laughs) That was back in the day, though. My parents started smoking crack, and then uh, I didn't get no more presents. After 89, no more presents for me. So my best Christmas was in 87. I got He-Mans and She-Ra's. I remember that shit like yesterday. Because it was oh, my best Christmas. <laughs> I'll be talking about that at one of the shows. Don't worry about it. Oh, shit. I'm excited to hear that. Damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I had to stop trying to peek in my presents because my wife said she, I won't be able to open her legs if I open my presents. So stop that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, 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 yeah. Do, due diligence there, my brother. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'll never look again. That's fine. Whatever. As as I... uh, but anyway, well, T Dot, we're going to get into a little bit of advice, some questions, mm-hmm. and some fans sent in. Definitely. So we've got. Um, well, actually, before we get into the questions, I like to make sure that we just elevate ourselves, get inspired with an inspirational quote. But before I show mine, I want to ask, and I like to ask my guests if they have any inspirational quotes that they cling to or that make them inspired in those dark days. Definitely. Definitely. I got a bunch, but I'm going to say one. Hmm. And I think, uh, what was the guy? I think he was the runner who said this. I forgot his name. Michael Johnson, I think. He said, ability will get you to the top, but only character keeps you there. That's deep. Oh, only character keeps you there. And you can look at a lot of people who we saw, we adored, and they care. When somebody character drops you down, oh, that's that's terrible, man. That's that's like effort. No, what is it? Not effort. It's like uh, in school. What is it called? Um, um. When you uh, in elementary school, uh, I don't forgot. Damn, not effort. Uh, uh, whatever behavior. Shit, God, how the hell I remember that? That's like behavior. Kids who have behave, 
behavior problems was the weirdest kids to me. It was just so easy to behave in school to me. I ain't get it. So yeah, man. Yeah. That, man. Same for me. It was strange. Cause I, well, I wasn't necessarily a bad kid, but I behaved really well in class. Yeah. And right. then I was a little shithead when I got home. So exactly. They exactly. could deal with me open presence and such, but yeah, I, <laughs> I think that that's a great, great quote. Now it's going to put my quote to shame. Cause I have a quote, <laughs> but it's not by any person whatsoever it's actually by a robot and this okay. robot's name it's called inspire robot so what okay. it does is it uses ai to take some of the wisest words known to man and then just violently mash them together for oh, that's a really dope. that's dope let's hear it you say that now but we'll try and decipher this quote <clears throat> this is actually short and sweet this week okay. inspire robot says <laughs> complain about it complain that's about it complain about it damn dude damn i've been using that advice for the last seven eight now nah, i ain't doing that no more. <laughs> don't nobody listen shoot when your wife don't listen then it's, it's time to stop complaining shit. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> mine yeah, don't. I was gonna say yeah it's spirobot and i might get along here the i i think complaining when all else fails complaining about it sometimes helps things and you know okay. what maybe inspirebot is saying complain about it but don't just say it complain about it in whatever it is that you do if you make mm -hmm. music complain in your music if you're okay. gonna make jokes complain in your jokes Ooh. put that emotion in there to charge it up for a really Ooh. fire song or a really Ooh. funny joke okay so or or it can just mean complain about it now <laughs> let me now let me let me tell you let me say what i'm saying about that like i told you me i was an introvert it was a a lot of the, a lot of the times you know like when you say you think about shit when you was eight and you've been thinking about yeah. it now you can't say a lot of the shit that i think about is stuff that i didn't say i didn't complain i didn't open my mouth my uh not my grandfather i don't know who the hell told me that they say only the squeaky wheel gets the grease so you gotta you gotta speak up and my wife, she complains and talks a lot, but she gets what she wants at the end of the day. And, and you don't get what you want if you don't complain. So maybe it can just mean complain about it. I think you're right. And you know what? I feel like there is so much shit that drops upon the Karens of this world. But you know what they do? They complain and they get what they want. And that I think... We need to we need to let off the Karens because I think the Karens are the only ones left in this world that are authentically expressing themselves. Yes. What do we? What do I do? Oh, you Karen, you're talking to the manager. What am I going to do? I'm going to leave the restaurant. And I'm going to leave a one star Yelp review. Oh, fuck this place. The burger was raw. Ugh. No, I'm no. being a little dick. We got to turn in that inner fucking Karen and talk some shit. Yes. I need yes. I know I need to turn on my Karen because I don't say shit, man. I don't Same. even do the Yelp rev review. I'm too fucking pussy to do that. Sit, dude. dude. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I didn't like my food. Am I gonna complain about it? No, I'm gonna go home and then take it out on my kids or my wife or whoever. No. Karen up and go complain about it. It's gonna make the world a better place. Hey, hey, it might. It'll make you feel better. Okay. <laughs> And That's sometimes a, you are your whole world. So you know what? Let's a little a little Karen, just sprinkle a little Karen in all our personalities. Let's just say that. That's right. A little Karen garnish on our on our a lives. Little, a little Karen garnish. There you go. <laughs> uh sprinkle some Karen on it. Well, T Dot, I feel inspired as fuck. I'm ready to take on these questions. I don't know about That's you. Cool. I got re I got way too invested in that Karen thing, but you know what? <laughs> We'll just ride that wave and see where we go. So <clears throat> this first question, it's from our fan, Danielle. She found okay. it on the internet on Reddit. Okay. It says, <clears throat> how do I smile naturally? I love taking pictures, but I have a bit of an awkward smile. I have been told that I can learn to smile with my eyes. How do you do that? Help. What? She don't know how to smile naturally. You know what? If I was Danielle, Danielle, this is what you do. Don't smile naturally. Keep the keep the keep the stone face. Oh, all like, your pictures, 
stone face pictures when people say stuff that's you know what a smile ain't even real all the time sometimes we just smile just because (laughs) uncomfortable fuck a smile keep the stone i want the stone i want what danielle got the stone (laughs) i was not expecting that response from a really good smiler if i do say so myself (laughs) t-dot Great, great smile. But that's why I smile too much. That's why I said it. I want the stone. Danielle, the, keep your stone. The grass is always greener. Danielle wants a smile. Tita wants a stone face. So I I, it's stone. oh the it's pandemonium over here. I feel yeah, just keep stone, just stay natural because how many times do I have to go out to a place with my wife and then we take a selfie and we have to smile and really mean it and she she's like, oh, that's not a good one. Smile more, smile better. And my cheeks are fucking sore. I'm done. This shit be hurt. This shit, you gotta have strength right here, man. Oh my shit. God, dude. This might be the strongest muscle in my entire body because it's the one I work out the most. It's like selfie, selfie, start. selfie. <laughs> hitting people with this in the fight shoot <laughs> My shit, just, girl, you can see me it's all defined now that i'm looking at it oh, keep your stone on danielle keep the stone on. oh that's beautiful okay i think solid advice be your true authentic ornery self just stay that's cranky it. and somebody go love it that's the that's the beauty of it when you stay yourself Somebody going to love you for it. And then you're going to be happy. You know what? First, you're going to love yourself for it. And then somebody else is. You got to love yourself first. Absolutely. Do you and think somebody going to love you for it? I, I wonder if Mona Lisa had the same dilemma. Do you think she was like, Ooh. should I smile? Should I smile? She's like, you know what? I'm going to be myself. No, Not a stone face, but not a smile. It's going to be a little crack. Like people. One of the, Listen, love that. One, that was so dope that you said that. One of the broadest <laughs> pictures ever. Stone. Mona, what? Stone. And she was probably stone too. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. Good one. That's right. Be Mona. Be Mona. Hashtag oh. be Mona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love that. That's amazing. All right. We're going to go into a new segment, and this is Positive Spin. So, T-Dot, we, a lot of times when bad things happen to us, we just think of all the bad that's going to happen. We and do. sometimes we prematurely care in and we prematurely complain about it. But mm-hmm. what this segment is, is I'm going to give some bad scenarios, and we're going to try and think positively and okay. because that's going to help train our mind to think, okay, here's a problem. Let's find a solution instead okay. of here's a problem. Wham, 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 wham. Sure. All right? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So T dot, I'm going to give you some scenarios and you're going to try and think positively. The first I one. Like so here's the scenario. You wake up beautiful day. You're, you're feeling refreshed. You got that fresh eight hours of sleep. That sleep Ooh. number was just right. So you roll out of bed then you go to the bathroom, you look in the mirror, and you realize you're not in your body. You've actually hashtag body swapped with your wife in real life. This is not a movie. This is not a drill. No, no, no. Real life? Oh, real. okay. <laughs> All right. The first thing, just so I can make a good situation out of it, me, I'm, this just me. I'm going to go play with my pussy just so I can see how I feel. Okay? Hey, so thank just... you. Yes. Yes. Okay. I thought, am I'm I weird? <laughs> Probably get a dildo too. No homo. But I'm going to just see. Okay. Since I'm in the body already, I want to see what the fuss is. Okay? So that's what I... I'll do. And that, that'll make good of it. I might get off. <laughs> yeah, do for sure. And then you'll understand from first person, okay, here's good, here's not so good, here's great. And then once you swap back, if you swap back, who knows, maybe you'll stay that way forever, but you'll know right. what you want and you'll know what she wants. There you go. There you go. <sighs> That's right. Secret ops type shit. Yes. Beautiful. I'll Beautiful. Be All right. Next scenario. Nine. Wake up. Beautiful day. You get out of bed, you look in the mirror, you're in your son's body. Oh my goodness, my (laughs) son? Oh my goodness. Okay. 
I, this what I would do. Since my, let me say this silently. Since <laughs> fine as hell, shit. I would brush past that ass so I could see if I. Is that what's the <laughs> <laughs> is, my, is my wife calling us? Yes. I would brush past ass to see if it's really soft. Okay. She won't know I being a pervert. She won't know. She'd think yeah. I was a little kid just bouncing on her ass, you know, running to something, you know. I mean, then, I would run into it face first, too. Like, <laughs> oh my God, like a factory grade airbag, just bam, right into it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's Great. amazing. Okay, well, <laughs> very positive thoughts here. I love it. I like the way you're thinking. Last scenario. By the way, you've done oh, a great job you. with the with the acting and the shock. So I I just laud that. Oh, sexual though. That's fucking freaky. I need to. All right, come on, let's go. There, the there is something to read into that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> okay, well, I hope it's not in this case. In this case. Wake up, beautiful day, look in the mirror. You're a dog. A dog? <laughs> rough, rough. What kind? A dog. What kind? Um, what's your favorite dog? Ooh, you know what? My my baby Tila, she was a pit bull, a female dog, and that was my baby, Brendel Stripe. Pit bull is my favorite. Okay, so you're a poodle. A poodle? <laughs> okay. What would I do? It got to be some revenge types. I got to get somebody that I don't like. So I'm going to piss and shit on somebody's shit that I don't, that did something to me. I got to figure out. I would have bit him if I was a pit bull. But mm. the poodle, I got I to gotta be more creative. I'm pissing and shitting on somebody's yard or something that I don't like. Oh, yeah. I'm taking a nice one, too. Because boo-booing is my favorite pastime. And uh, mm. it's like one of my top three. So yeah, I, I just let it all hang out. Poodle, I, wipe my fur on the grass and shit, or carpet wherever I'm at. I'm getting busy. Leave skid oh, marks yeah. all over the house. Oh, I'm you, getting busy. You know Get what? Busy. We could. This might also be a good undercover guys to be able to find out about your <laughs> rear end with the dog because women love dogs. So I think you would have, I mean, you'd even be able to sniff it if you wanted to. <laughs> Listen, you better cut cut that part out the interview, man. <laughs> my sis, she's going to be like, oh my God, he wanted to stick his face in my ass. No, I don't. <laughs> I just would if I was my son, okay? <laughs> um, all right. T-Dot, you've, you've aced the test. You're a positive thinker. We've got one last question. And then Let's we'll have it. to say goodbye. So this last question, it's pretty short. It comes from our fan, Andy. They wrote, they found it on Reddit. It says, how do you hint to someone that they're being selfish? How do you hint to someone they're being selfish without offending them or using the term selfish? It almost sounds like a game, a game you would play with, with other couples. Yeah. How do you hint to someone? No. Okay. That's you know what I do that a lot, especially with uh with food. When people have food, they don't like people don't like giving their food. Selfish people not go share their food for some reason. I don't know why. Like food, mm. you only need a little food to really satisfy you. Humans don't know that, so I don't know why we hoard food anyway. But uh, <laughs> but that's me. Someone being selfish with food, I would say uh stuff like uh oh man. I, I ain't never tasted that before. Mm, is that good? Um. Wow. I'm not oh. gonna act. I'm gonna just say stuff like that. Is it good, man? I bet you it's good. I never tasted that before. And then see if they would uh, not be. And then oh, oh, hold on. I'm trying to tell them they selfish, right? Damn. Okay. Hold on. I no. didn't went the hard way. No, 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 that's good. That, hey, that's good. And you know what? You could also get the technique of the poodle in the previous scenario, give those puppy eyes and be like, you know, I haven't eaten any dinner today. Do do a little whinnying. But you could also, I think that if you, you could also be like, well, 
if I was you, I would share because I think about other, I'm considerate. I think about others. So we've got pity, we've got shame. And I think those are two pretty powerful emotions to be able to convey. That's garbage. All my shit is sex, pity, and shame. That's my real personality. I'm a, Oh my goodness. I did not fail, man. Uh, you got to cut the whole interview out. We got to do this shit tomorrow, man. <laughs> I I'm a freaky sexual deviant that feels pity and shame of itself. God. I, uh, hey, you know what? That sounds like a new podcast name. Sex, pity, and shame. That's a beautiful cocktail for comedy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Well, T-Dot. We have unfortunately reached the end of the podcast. What? This was fun. It's a fun Dude, th- It was so fun to have you. I want to ask. Well, first, thank you. This has been awesome to have you. No doubt. Second, thank you for having me, Steve. Oh, absolutely. Where can people find you? What have you got to plug? What have you got going on? What <laughs> what what do you want me to put in those show notes? All right. So um I do have a show this Sunday at Tempe Improv. Uh, it's uh, the uh, comedy Christmas brunch with uh, 98.3's Anthony A. He do a show every year, and uh, I'm headlining that show. That's December 13th at Tempe Improv. That's an afternoon show. So the brunch is at 3 p.m., and the show starts at 4 p.m., okay? So um, I'll be doing that. I haven't really been on the, in the, in, on the scene. Like I said, I just tore my Achilles. So I kind of like, I shunned everything. And, you know, once you ain't doing nothing, people forget about you real quick. And so uh, I'm just now uh, getting back healthy and walking again. So um, that's my only show that I got ending this year off now. But like I said, um, look out for uh, projects coming um, for 2021. Um, you can check, uh, follow me on Instagram at, T. Kingsby, and that's at T D O T K I N G S B Y, and Facebook T. Kingsby. Everything is T. Kingsby. That's just me. I'm ain't nothing fake about me. I'm I'm only me, and so so all I'm gonna put out there. So yeah, uh, yeah. nice. You're not selfish. You're a caring person. You you want to share entertainment with the world. And guess what, guys? Definitely. If you're like, oh, I can't spell T. Dot, it's gonna be in the show notes. You just click. <laughs> so you just. Click on over there, follow T dot, support him. Yeah, yeah, do that, do that. I and need the followers show. too. I need the followers. I found out you need followers. I didn't even know that. You know? <sighs> so Bro. follow me, please. Wow. Well. I got like uh I don't know how many followers, three hundred followers, some shit. But a lot of people know me, but I don't tell them to follow. So follow me, shit. You've got 3, like yeah, you've got like three thousand followers. That's a mean I see. I chunk. thought it was three. I thought it was three hundred. My son thought I was somebody. He was like, "Dad, you got three hundred, three thousand. I see. I keep saying three hundred, three thousand followers. I was like, "For real?" Till I saw somebody else shit with like fifty four k certified. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh shit! I know, I know. All right, all right. Let me shut up. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Hey, you got more followers than Jesus. I think you started off with twelve. So we're. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'll cut that part out too. No. (laughs) Oh man. Well, T dot. If you if you want to stay on for like thirty seconds after we say goodbye to the fall to our followers and the the audience, that'd be great. Yeah. All right. Do you have any last words for the audience before we say goodbye? Listen. Yes. My last words is, listen, the key to life, they say no one knows the keys to life. I do. Okay. <laughs> At least I know one of them. I know two of them. Okay. Eat vegetables. Okay. Eat what the earth grows more than anything else and drink water more than anything else. And the two keys of life. All right. If you do that, you will flourish in life. No one does that. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Shit. I Eat think we'll have to rose from the earth more than anything else and drink water more than anything else. And you'll be the man or the woman. 
Damn. Stress. You, you know what? I might have to have you on another episode because we didn't even talk about <laughs> your weight loss journey and how. Oh shit! Fucking, yeah. You look phenomenal, dude. I mean, I mean, I remember I saw you in the movie, and I think you were maybe was, fifty pounds heavier. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Yes. It's a now you look like a. Difference. Yeah, now you look like a frat bro in five beta five. <laughs> you look young as shit. Yeah, I, I was like, fuck, am I showing more wrinkles? I mean, I don't know, 32 years old. It's all in the food, baby. It's all in the food. Eat what the earth grows for you. That's that's why it's here. That's yeah. why it's here. We just, you know, but let me shut up. I get to talking more. No, no you know what? That's good. That's a teaser for the next time you come For the on. next one. I, I'm ready for that. We go we go, go in on that food shit. I, I'm I still fuck up. I don't want to act like I'm perfect or nothing, but I know uh, what it takes and water and what the earth grows. Nice. Wait, so you are, I was going to ask if you were vegetarian, but you said you had deep fried turkey. So is it just like a once in a while thing or did you stuff the shit out of that turkey with some nice vegetables and water? (laughs) You know what? I eat a lot of vegetables, man. Man, I stuffed the, my family (laughs) hate me, man. Onions and green pepper. I eat more of that than anything, man. I really don't need the meat. I need to. Uh, uh, I need to get back to my shit. I don't need it, man. Eat from the earth. I'm telling you, it's better. It's Damn. better. That's great advice. That's actually really good advice, and I think it's true. I, I now that I have my wife, we've been eating pretty well with lots of vegetables, a veggie rich diet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of amazing things have been happening to us. I, mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel younger. I've lost weight. Stamina mm-hmm. is way better. Can have sex for like six minutes instead of five now. It's I game did, changer. That's what I was going to say. You add a couple more minutes on the sex. I didn't oh. want to sound too freaky. <laughs> but listen, man, sex is the best thing in the world. Let's not be, uh, let's not yes. lie about it. So, and if you want to continue to have sex, you can't eat chicken wings and chips every day. It's, you're not going to work. Ladies, you too. That shit go curd up down there like yeah. cottage cheese. So you got to eat healthy <laughs> too. Okay. <laughs> Ladies, I ain't got. I can eat what I want. I just gotta lay there, and you go have some kato down there. So you gotta, you know, you gotta yeah. eat good too. <laughs> do, you, do you want? Do you want fried chicken dick, all crumply and shit, or do you want broccoli dick? Do you want just like stock hard, just like mm, mm, mm. no? You want that brock cock? <laughs> you want that brock? Oh, I like that brock cock. Let me write that down. Brock cock. I like that. Oh, I like that's. that <laughs> that's beautiful all right well listeners we will say goodbye <laughs> <laughs> oh god thank you t dot and thank man, you listeners we'll course. talk at you next time 100 man dude i i ran my wife i was holding her hand and i was dragging her after the show i was like we gotta get t dot on we gotta get t dot she's like hold on and i'm like no gotta get him so I, 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 I honestly, I think that your set was so good. And I mean, everyone was pretty good that night. I, I didn't yeah, know yeah. a lot of people, but I feel like you just really brought it home and your, your shit crushed. It was really good. Now I'm going to tell you, man, um, I'm from Milwaukee, like I share, and I started comedy then. And when I was in Milwaukee, I did all urban rooms. That's what yeah. I would like, like to say. It was mostly black people. Um, I lived in yeah. the inner city. I, I actually had to throw my own shows. Um, and, I, and I got popular in my city doing that, and I got better doing that. What I noticed yeah. is um, I went to, I noticed the comics, I went to Chicago, and a lot of them comics, they had like mm. material, and they put it together, and they can do it for 30 45 fucking and i started studying the shit for real you know um yeah when i moved out here man no more urban crowd not saying urban crowds is bad but i'm yeah. i'm i'm a mainstream comic i'm not no bar comic i don't i don't believe i am um i yeah. believe i'm i believe i'm the real deal i believe i'm supposed to be on the big stages and, and entertaining people. I believe that about myself. And um, when I got here, 
I never worked a comedy club in my life. And I was in Milwaukee, what, 10 years doing comedy there, and I moved out here. I never worked a comedy club in my life. No one would book me in, the, in, in my own city because I guess I had a stigma, but I'm like, you know what? I need to get the fuck out of here. I, you know, I built a name for myself, but yeah. I guess it's it's in it's it was uh, more of an inner city Milwaukee name. I, mm. you, the, granted, I did I it's a uh, I did theaters out there, Riverside Theater and shit it, with nice. big uh, uh, Cat Williams type comics and shit like that. But um, when I moved out here, I worked clubs, man, comedy clubs where people come to laugh. And I'm not no fuck you bitch suck my dick type of comic. I really want to talk about some shit, you know. And um and and in the comedy clubs, people want to listen. So I'm I'm I feel like I'm just starting. I feel like I'm just starting now. Never worked a comedy club in my life. I actually was Kurt Sharkey, uh, in one of the comedy clubs in 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 Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, right? Hey, 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 this is Kurt Sharkey. Uh, I'm, I'm managing a cop. Let me sit back. I'm managing a comedian, uh, T. Dot Kingsby. And the motherfucker <laughs> at the club was like, who, T. Dot Oh, no, we don't want that guy here. No, no. Man, my feelings was, I almost changed back to me. Like, what the fuck you mean you don't want me here? But, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I didn't know. That's why I said, like, uh, maybe people, a lot of the uh, clubs thought I was just some local because I, I didn't even know they knew me. Like, for them to even know me, I was I was happy. But yeah, said no. I was like, what the fuck? Why not? So, you know, I, I, I need to change the scenery. Uh, change the scenery. And uh, that's why I came out here, man. Came out west. And it's been beautiful, man. I get to, like, be myself more. And, and um, I'm meeting comics and learning. Like, the comics out here, I'm learning even more about comedy here. Yeah. These motherfuckers talk about racial shit like it ain't. I never talked about. They be like white people and black people, and I be like, oh, damn! I never say shit like that. I'm like, whoa! Just like remember when I told you they can talk about jacking off? I'm out here, and yeah. Now they talk about racist, but people laughing at it. I'm like, okay, this is new for me, so I'm still learning, bro. I'm telling you, man, and it's a beautiful journey. It ain't even a, about the money like that. It's just about the journey, man. Now, I'm trying to grasp that concept of it, and people need to grasp that concept, man. The journey is beautiful, man, and um, yeah. and, and, and and just enjoy it, you know? Yes, exactly, and, and I think... Get out of this is a blessing, man. That's how I feel. You paid me $20 for talking shit on the stage. That's a blessing to me. You know, and I and I made way more than that, man. And it's a blessing. And if anything I make out of this is a blessing, man. And and you know, I don't know. Whatever. Let me shut. I talk all day, bro. I drunk. No, no, you're, you're good, man. Jameson, man. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally good. And I think you're a hundred percent right because there are so many people that are concerned with where they want to be that they aren't concerned with where they are and they don't they don't even focus on it and then they yeah. think that it the experience turns sour because they're not yeah, there man. in that moment appreciating shit and i think that yeah. some people they try to meditate and all that which i think is fine but i think also being in the moment of mm -hmm. no matter what has gone on in my day right now i'm here with you and we're having a good time. I'm curious right. about what your life is like, what your journey is like. No doubt. We're, we're laughing. Uh, yeah. And talking about dogs taking shits on our enemies. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. It's And it, it makes my day. Yeah. And, and am I Joe Rogan? Not yet. Do I want to be? I mean, yeah, maybe not Joe Rogan. A, you dope as a bitch. You <laughs> dope than a motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't even, I was going to get into all of that. I ain't want to blow your horn, but this shit fire, man. You raw, your, your show is dope. The questions, everything you got going is superb. All you got to do is keep going. Oh, I thank can, you, man. Then your you. voice is raw. You got the voice. You, you got the look. You raw, you raw, <laughs> G, keep going. On everything, Steve. I'm, I'm, man, I'm honored being here. This shit is raw. You, and I'm telling you, yeah, you, you dope. Joe Thanks. Rogan, hell yeah. 
Thank you got you. that same kind of flavor. Joe Rogan, dope as a bitch, though. Yeah, he a bad motherfucker, man. I like Joe yeah. Rogan. He a yeah. great hook, but yeah, you dope. I swear to God, you dope. Thank you. So that means so much to my to my tiny little heart because I feel that I've poured I've poured so much. Just like I I see with you, I I recognize the thought and the passion and and everything that you've put and the practice that you've put into your work. And I like to admire that. And I want to share with my audience who is super into comedians and the writing process and and comedy about that because I feel like it's something yeah. worth sharing and to yeah. hear about about me I don't take compliments too well but I do appreciate it and I thank you no. that's all I want to say no yeah no your shit all the way live I ain't even lying all the way live and I'm I'm a when I pray tonight I'm gonna pray for you um just because thank we you. did it just because you invited me here and um you know your shit go grow Thank you, you, man. Thank you. I I really appreciate that. Listen.